Yo, Negan! The hell's going on back here? Holy shit, Margo. Margo. Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 162. Hello. Hi there, Kim. How are you? Pretty good. Ready for Halloween? Oh yeah. It's supposed to rain like crazy in in Atlanta with thunder and lightning and the whole neighborhood's thinking about changing the day. Yeah, it's supposed to be cold too. It's supposed to get down to like 36 or something like that on Halloween night. Yeah, same same for us here. It's like going to drop in half. It's supposed to be nasty. Yep, and then it's supposed to be perfectly fine the next day. But are mm-hmm. you are, are people in your area talking about changing trick or treating? Um, I I usually only have about three trick or treaters come to the house per every year, so oh, I don't think I care. We give out all of our candy. Like we don't even stay home anymore. We just mm-hmm. put it in a bucket and put it on the front porch. And we have so many trick or treaters that it's crazy. The streets are inundated with trick or treaters yeah. in our yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's like the best neighborhood ever. If you leave your door open, they'll actually go in and start stealing stuff out of your refrigerator. Furniture. Nice. I've seen kids yeah. with couches. So anyways, exactly. we're hoping they don't change it. Because what's Halloween? If it's not on Halloween, hello. Yeah, but you probably don't have many kids coming if they're going to be in torrential downpour. I mean, the ones who matter will be here. Dude, you're a wimp if you're not here. It's free candy. Deal with it. Now, if you have a huge paper mache costume, I can understand that being a problem. True. Sure. True that. Or or big cloth one. <laughs> yeah. Kieran might have a problem because he's going as a demogorgon from Stranger Things. Mm, right. Yes. Okay. And we might create a paper mache, like the flower part of the demogorgon's head might be out of paper mache. You, you only got one day, Kim. I know. I have to do it all tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then. Yeah. I don't think the paper mache thing's going to work, Kim. I'm sorry. And then Rory's going to be... She'll make it work. Exactly. I will make that shit work. Rory's going to be a Victorian vampire. Anora's going to be a Gothic vampire, because you know there's a big okay. difference. And then yes. um, Aiden's going to be a guy from Halo. And... No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Keller's going to be a girl, a guy from Halo. And Aiden... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're talking in, ch- in baby speak, <laughs> child speak. You're talking in child. <laughs> Aiden is going to be Hiccup from... How to Train Your Dragon. Yes, yeah. Okay, very nice. In preparation, what are you drinking? Ah, uh, um, you know what? I may have already done this one on our podcast, but I really do kind of like it. Okay. It's uh, from Dogfish Head Brewery. It's called Slightly Mighty. Mm-hmm. Locale IPA. All right. It, 
yeah it's um it's it's just a really nice uh lighter um ipa and it's uh very very drinkable and you can have about 15 or 20 of these things and be just oh fun. my god 15 <laughs> hey, you're really up in the count yeah <laughs> 15 well i'm, 20. I'm working laid on out. number five I'm working on number five right now, so this wow, this should be interesting. And you seem Dog, pretty normal. Dogfish heads mm-hmm. out of uh, Delaware, isn't it? I, I I looked on the can, but I can't read it. I will say yes, <laughs> and I'm going to let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, <laughs> my eyes don't work real well. Well, I had to. How about you guys? I had to take. Um, we had one daughter that had a, a dance recital in Athens, Georgia, which is about an hour and a half from where we are in, in north of Atlanta. And there is a great brewery there called Creature Comforts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am actually. We are actually trying um, the Athena Paradiso, which is a Berliner Weiss. Uh, with a tart wheat fruit flavor. Oh my! It's like Ugh. a sour. Honestly, doesn't smell very good. I think yeah. it's good. I like it, but it is definitely it definitely tastes like a sour. I don't know whether they. That's uh, they, all right. I like it. They have an Athena um, Berliner Weiss, mm-hmm. like they're like yeah. a standard well, Berliner Weiss. Yeah, um, Berliner Weisses are already somewhat sour. But this one it has like no, you, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah, this one I, is I like a to. total sour. I almost got one from Three Taverns, which is downtown. That is a uh, cranberry sauce sour. Cranberry sauce? <laughs> yes, cranberry sauce sour. Jesus. You might get cranberry uh. sauced. But this one is only uh, 4.5, so it's super light. I'm I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. It's good, goodness. isn't it? I Creature can't drink comforts. too many I mean, if you, get, if, if you ever have a chance to go to Athens, Creature mm-hmm. Comforts is a very cool brewery. Yeah, they, oh God, I've had about four of their beers. And they're yeah, they're good. Really good. They're very good. Their Tropicalia yeah. is probably their most. Uh, Did, I don't know famous. if you noticed it, but in the um, in uh, the last Avengers movie, it was Tropicalia. Uh, yeah, I think it was right. Creature Comfort. Yep. That yep. Thor was drinking all the time. Yep. Because yeah, they yeah. filmed it in. Uh, well, did they film it in Athens? They filmed yeah, it in Atlanta. 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 Yeah. yeah so they, they filmed it in Atlanta. Yeah. So right. they went and grabbed some some good Atlanta brews for that one. That's funny. <laughs> Pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So we're going to cover The Walking Dead, Season 10, Episode 4, Silence the Whispers, which we saw prominently on a lot of doors. Yes. For this episode. So what did you guys think? Was there more than one door that they had that on? Yes. Yeah. Well, of doors? there was a door. There was a Over another a door. Oh, uh, yeah. that's right. There was the wall towards the end, I think they should. Yeah. Wall, there right? You saw a couple yeah. places towards the end that had it on there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not one of my favorite episodes, I have to say. Why? They focused a lot on um, the musician, the music teacher, Luke, mm-hmm. and his group mm-hmm. a lot. And I just, for some reason, I just don't like that group. Hmm. I, I liked the, the Negan stuff. Um, yeah. And him sticking up for uh, Lydia and, and the, you know, the Lydia um, thing that was going on. Um, but... I don't know, man. I just I'm not buying into the whole Luke thing. Hmm. I just he doesn't he doesn't seem to he doesn't to me he doesn't seem like a believable character that would be alive at this time. And he seems to be trying I way too hard. To, saying there. He seems to be trying like way too hard to be funny. Hmm. A lot of times. Well, he has that funny face, so yeah, kind of goes with the character. I really I, like I, him. I liked his like battle axe thing that was made yeah. that was made from like bike parts, mm-hmm. which yeah, I thought that was, was kind of cool. 
But yeah, I just not. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying. And and the fact that they they always move as a complete group everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. during this episode, he breaks off, and that's kind of a big thing. Right. That, that he's going to leave yes. them, but it's mainly because they're always together. Right. Everywhere they go. But our group used to do that too when they were first starting. I, I know, but for some reason it just bugs me with these people. I'm not saying it, it should bug me. I'm not saying it's bad writing, but for some reason it just bugs me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, you're just not buying into the characters. I no, guess. and I don't like Magna either. Uh. <laughs> so. Magma. Yeah, magma. I don't like magma because it burns. Gotcha. But I don't like magma gotcha. because she's annoying. She's always pissed yeah. off about something. I don't know. She's, she's constipated. An angry, she's an angry ex-con. Yeah. She even has sex in this one. She's not happy. No, no. She was <laughs> even angrier afterwards. <laughs> Sleeping with her lawyer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's so I'll, right. we'll go away from me being negative because I, I, I thought the episode was okay, but... Out of the four that we've had this season, this was not. This probably was the bottom of the list for me. So, okay. Well, um, Kim. So I liked it. I have really no complaints about it. It was, uh, it was a good build up as to. I, I really liked how they showed the relationship between Lydia and Negan. And the similarities between the two characters and how they're outcasts and trying Mm -hmm. to fit in and trying to find a place in this world and sticking up for each other when it came down to it. I really liked seeing that because I like seeing that they are real people and that depending on what your circumstances are, you could see them as in the right or in the wrong. Um, hmm. So I just I I really enjoyed that part, and that's actually kind of what we've said about Negan all along. It kind of depends on yeah. Besides the bashing heads in, it kind of depends right. on your point of view whether he's in the right or wrong because of his society that he was trying to create. He was trying to help people in his own way, but yep, yep. he's crushing I, people's heads. I really enjoyed seeing Daryl talk so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. Well, good. What about you? Um, I, I had two complaints about it. First one is I don't care for Warlord Aaron. Mm. I don't care for that character. I like Aaron being the logical guy, the the more even-keeled one, so I miss that character being in the show. And that song at the beginning and at the end, oh, my God, that was horrible. <laughs> With the counting? Yes. Oh, I yeah. thought Stuart was counting when that was oh. going on. I was like, what are you doing? Because that's like, normally what I do. Because I'm always, I'm always timing their... You're the metronome? Yeah, exactly. I'm always timing I, I, their narrative I, and their lines. I, had, I, I didn't get to watch the show until actually today because I've been out of town. And um, I had a headache when I came home from work and I turned that on. And that damn song got started and my headache just went wham. One, two, time. three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Oh my God, what the hell is that about? <laughs> but, but... I agree. But that was ex- out, outside of those two gripes, um, this was my favorite episode this season. Really? Why? Yes. Why? I thought it was a great episode. I thought that was um, your, this was your character. favorite episode? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'll tell you why. Because I thought the Please character do. development was so good in this. I mean, I Same. thought Daryl's character really made some strides as far as uh, being compassionate. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way he interacted with Lydia was different than most of the things he's done. I mean, you don't see Daryl coming up and putting his arm around somebody. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. You you don't see him him giving the kind of compassion it was. And, And you also felt that, you know, 
he realized that he didn't really give her the valuable advice that he should have. Because, you know, his whole advice to her was, um, you know, well, just try to avoid him. Mm-hmm. And and he realized that he didn't really, he wasn't paying enough attention to her. Mm-hmm. And so I thought his character was fantastic. I thought Negan's character was great. Um, I thought Michonne and Ezekiel's moments together were really good. Yes. I thought... I thought Michonne's, uh, especially Denai's acting, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You really could feel the emotion in that one. And Lydia was great. Yep. I mean, her character, I mean, when that scene, when she comes in there with the dead squirrel and yeah. starts carving it up in front of them and starts grinning at them, I love that. That was great. <laughs> that was a great scene, you know, because of those three dicks she was having to deal with. I thought that was a perfect way to do it, you know. And, of course, Daryl, you know, Daryl's saying, hey, you can't do that shit, but in his mind he's like, damn, hell yeah, that was cool. Right. You know, but... um Nah, I mean, I, I just yeah, thought... right out of his playbook. Yeah, I just thought the character development in this episode was excellent. I'm really I shocked thought, to hear you say that. I thought, you know, little shit kicker was great when she was fighting around and, <gasps> With you know, Michonne, Michonne's yeah. fighting and mm-hmm. Michonne's got that prideful look on her face. That was, that was were good scenes. Those were really good. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, there was a lot about this episode to like. And, and Stu, I, I, I actually kind of like Luke. I think, uh, I like his character. Uh, I think he's, you know, I like having a likable guy around. You know, so many of the guys that were likable before have become so angry in this show. Um, um, oh, shit. What's his name? Aaron. Aaron. It, well, there's Aaron, of course. <laughs> but there's also the other guy that was... Uh, Sadiq? Well, no. Sadiq's, Sadiq's story is a little bit more off the wall than that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, just several of them that you see around there that normally are, are nice kind of people are, are really angry all the time. So having a Luke around is a nice respite from that. Mm-hmm. And and I and I think it's cute the fact that he wants to go back down to Oceanside and catch up with this girl. Oh and that's um, that's fine. I mean that's but mm-hmm. I mean that was probably the, the one thing that I did like out of him during this episode. Well I I just like the fact they were giving him shit about it too. Yeah. Yeah I just yeah. I it's you know. I don't. I don't know what it is. I maybe I just can't put it into words. It's just. It's very odd to me that they're like. Like, why are they the only ones that are fighting at? Um, at, yeah. at Alexandria. I, I would agree with you. Like, on that. why? Yeah, I mean, why are they the only ones? to be that, a lot of participation in that. Yeah. Even though everybody seems to be stressed out about the fact that the walls are being beaten down, but uh, you know. But you're right. I mean, I agree. That doesn't seem like making a whole lot of sense that their group's the only and, one and fighting. We, and we have a tree that comes down in the middle of this thing, but it doesn't seem like they're doing anything about it. Yeah, up at the hilltop? Yes. Well, they're trying to dig out the people underneath it. You know, there wasn't a whole lot else they could do about it. And, and I don't think you can expect them to have chainsaws at this point to really cut it up. They would have to no, be No, but I, I, yeah, I mean, my my first concern would be, okay, well, we got to plug that hole where that thing just came down. Mm-hmm. Well, they were trying to do that, just not very successfully. Do you think that the Whispers brought walkers to Hilltop to topple that tree? Or do you think it was just a tree that just happened to fall? That one was, I think it was just random. I don't think there was anything really behind uh, it, was it? I don't know. I think I think there may have been something behind it. There were a lot of some, walkers there, that's for sure. I yeah. think the whispers came up there and ate into the tree like beavers. <laughs> and knocked that bad boy down. No, I mean, I think that there may be something to them sabotaging it. Now, they can't be out there cutting down the tree. Everybody would have heard that. Yeah. Beta's got big teeth. <laughs> yeah. Beta does have big teeth. Beta might have got a big bite out of life. But um, 
But anyway, I, yeah, I, I, I was a fan of the show this week. Okay. I liked it. And I was glad that Margot got her head bashed in. Yeah. Well, I mean, those those three were red shirts. Oh, yeah. The whole Without episode. A doubt. Yep. Um, and that was, so that was Henry's friend, that one, the younger yes. guy that did not want to join in mm-hmm. on the whole beat up of uh, right. Lady at first. Exactly. Mm, I didn't catch that. Peer okay. pressure. Well, yeah, well, that's why she was, that's why she was looking at him and saying, I loved Henry. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, okay. she was appealing to him. Help me. And okay. they were, and the other two were appealing to like, you better take part. They're like, you better be a part of this as well. Because Margo was part of the Highwaymen. <laughs> right. Right. And she's the one. So I think in she was the, la- only la- the only one left. She was the one in the last episode that stood up and was yep. uh, yelling. Argued in the town meeting. Yes. Yep. Yelling about how we don't need to be hearing about the satellite anymore. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So in that scene, when Margot gets thrust upon the uh, the wall and gets her head bashed yes, in. Yes, when Negan intervenes to save Lydia. That was actually one of my favorite parts of this episode. When you see Negan's face, when he realizes yep. what happened with Margot, and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, and you feel bad for Negan at that point. Yes, because even you said yeah. to me, I was like squirming in my seat. I was like, oh, my God. And you were like, wow, you actually feel bad for Negan. Yeah, I do. I feel really bad for him because he's trying so hard well, to be a part of Well, because he had made some group. sort of progress uh, to, yes. towards freedom yes. and actually proving that he was a good guy and actually came to save because it was it was kind of a battle of um trying to save lydia between negan and daryl mm-hmm. uh, right. they're both trying right. to give advice uh to try and help her along through this is- issue with the relationships at the at alexandrian and when they when they had the um the town meeting at night the council meeting for about negan's fate um i thought it was it was really good when father gabriel said, you know, so here we are meeting in the middle of the night to decide a man's fate. He's like, I need to wait till daytime to, to make this decision. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to well, right. I need to make this decision in the daylight, not in the dark. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really poignant and, and, and a really um, well thought out answer mm-hmm. to them if he was going to be the deciding vote. Daryl wasn't given, given uh, Negan a whole lot of... Uh, Slack. He still was really rough on Negan when they were talking and stuff, but but he did recognize that that was Negan was right. I mean, it's been what seven years now since everybody had been killed yeah. by Negan. It's hard to forget the tragedy that happened, that unfolded out of all that, and the brutality of all of it. And to think that Negan could sit in a prison cell for that many years and not harbor some sort of anger and need for revenge to get out and wreak havoc again that is a an idea that's hard to just push away i i will i will say one thing about the whole negan thing that was uh, it has been seven years right yeah I, I would think well before seven years we one of two things would have happened either negan would be accepted back into the community or negan would be gone mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little, it, it, the, the whole idea of Negan trying to fit into the community and all seems to be something that would have happened a lot earlier I, to me. Well, it seems like too much of a stretch time-wise for that to be relevant. I think as long as Rick was alive, like they said in the episode, as long as Rick was alive, Negan wasn't getting out. But that was seven years ago. No. Was it? Let's see. Was it? Yeah. Seven years. Okay, but 
Negan stuff happened maybe a year before that. Let's just say that. Well, sure, okay? I get that. So, right. Um, as long as Rick's around, there's going to be anger with Negan, right? So, I think with everybody else, like Michonne and Daryl and all those guys, Father Gabriel, deciding to not kill him or not get rid of him and actually keep him in prison for that many years, mm-hmm. to me says... One, we know Michonne is trying to live the way that Rick wanted the the society to be, where we are forgiving, there's no more war, we are going to live together as a community and try to get along. And she's trying really, really hard to make that happen. And I th- uh-huh. and and that's the number one reason why Negan has survived that long in prison. But I think it's still hard for everybody to forget, like, especially Aaron, he can't get over the fact that the love of his life is gone, right? At the Uh hand of this person. So why would we trust this guy to come out into our society and be one of us? You want to, like, eat food with us and and live in our houses with us? And we're supposed to trust you? I get all that. It just seems like the wounds are still a little bit too fresh. Yeah. For having gone through seven years. Seven years really can change an attitude about things. I think if you had somebody in your family that was killed, you would harbor mm-hmm. resentment towards the person who killed them for the rest right. of your and life. Right, and that's my point. My point is, though, over that amount of time, they would have gotten rid of Negan. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have been just, you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't strike me as making a whole lot of sense that he's that he's now trying to fit into society. Um, no, I think you know, I think he would have been gone a long time ago. They wouldn't want to have him around. Why would they have but him around? they only recently let him out to even try. I know. I know. It just still seems like it's a long time for that to have been brewing before some action was taken. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Well, you know, because it is seven years after Rick died. Well, or I six mean, years. I mean, it's, you know, it's a little softening on uh, Michonne's part as well as Father Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're going down there and talking to him and maybe it... Yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's it's it is a long period of time for them, but it, the their original thought was to never let him out, right? So, right. yeah, but I think the practicality of that wouldn't have made sense. The fact that they have this added stress on them now with the whispers is what is kind of driving them to yeah. even mm-hmm. think about allowing him out in some way, possibly. Because yeah, because the other point to it, Stuart, that I'm trying to say is that why would you want to keep that reminder around? Well, that was the whole point that they did keep him around, was as a reminder of what not to do. Right. But after a while, so, that, that kind of sours. Why would you want to keep thinking about that all the time? I think if Michonne had not been around, they probably would have gotten rid of him. Yeah, they probably would have. But Michonne but was, was the one who was keeping that together. She's keeping Rick's dream alive. Right, because it was Rick's idea to do that in the first place. I don't think many mm-hmm. of the, I don't think... I, you and I probably would have been like, well, why the hell would you even keep that guy? In fact, we right. probably have said this on the podcast. Why did we? Why did they keep that guy when he right, is that I wouldn't evil? Have kept him. Yeah, right. I wouldn't. Have kept it's him. like keeping the evil villain around. At some point, he just escapes. At some point, mm-hmm. right? To wreak havoc. Don't get me wrong. I want. I want. Uh, I want uh, Negan to do well on yeah. this right now. But, but I, I, again, I guess my logical brain though is kind of thinking it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But, uh, but I get it. Well, the initial thought was to keep him around because Rick wanted him around 
And now that he's been around so long and they are having these added stresses put upon them, they're starting to think right. about uh, releasing him somewhat. They're, they're loosing, loosening his leash a little bit here and there. His and skills that, will be needed. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it was absolutely surprising that he goes out there with Aaron. But it was because mm-hmm. they didn't have anybody else to fight with, right? I mean, he always had an right. armed guard with him when he's in the vegetable garden doing something. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to make him have some sort of useful life, I guess. But he was always still had a guard with him at all point. So which I, is, I, I hated that he 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 uh, escaped. Um, I would have rather he faced the music, you know, because by escaping like that, he's killed any chance. Well, do you think he's going to come back though? I mean, do you think he actually um, is just just leaves? I mean, uh, well, he's going to be back, but he, he but you know that's what little trust he had built's gone now. Um, yeah, no, but I'm saying, does, do you think he just isn't actually escaped. Do you think he's just going to show up next episode? Like nothing happened? Oh, he'll, he'll be back. Yeah, I mean, what the hell is he going to do on his own? No, I... I Try to get away. I, because that what, that's what we discussed last week, and you were saying, well, mm-hmm. the reason he's staying with this community and right. keeping a sane head about, or at least you know, keeping himself in check with Aaron mm-hmm. was the fact that he knows this is his only way to survive. Right. But the problem is, though, is he's now faced with being executed. Yeah. Because because those people are so on edge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so he he didn't trust that, uh, you know, that there was going to be enough people to to uh, protect him. So he got the hell out. So it did, but it but it did pretty much destroy any um, any work he had accomplished with any of them. By yeah. Splitting. Yeah. Which is why he's like, oh, shit. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think he's just trying to get away i mean there's no way he could stay there it's no longer a safe haven for him why do you think he didn't take lydia with him um because he'd have more of a uh, (laughs) target on his back if he did probably no i think because because he knows daryl's watching over Mm -hmm. and she is better off there well i did think that was an interesting conversation between michonne and daryl about how important mm-hmm. it was to keep Lydia alive. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, yes. she's exactly. important for their society to stay alive because it's kind of keeping the I doubt whispers Negan at was bed. taking that into Right. I doubt Negan was taking that into his uh reasoning though when he split. I really do think it was mainly just because Oh, I wasn't saying he, he felt was. it was safer was just, for her. I was just saying that conversation was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely. Definitely. Um yeah, it was a different concept to think about because you could see Daryl was just kind of like Oh, light bulb. Ding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Mhm. Uh, we'll 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 just have to see, but uh that was uh that was cool. Uh Father Gabriel is definitely proven to be the proving to be the uh the reasonable leader there, mm-hmm. which is which is good to see. He's 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 the voice of reason that I I miss from Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Well, he sees everything through that milky eye filter. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He sees everything from the left. He sees it all from the left. Oh, he's like half Walker already. He is. He is. He's like he's, cyborg. He, he likes to play peekaboo with RJ. Oh, uh, oh creepy. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so, yes. Uh, Michonne and King Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. What is up? Oh, I don't think anything was <laughs> up, was it? I think that was just uh, Ezekiel acting out. I don't mm-hmm. think Michonne was like surprised, and he was like apologizing. I think after they, that, I think they got together in the comic book. Oh, uh, really? If I remember correctly, 
Yeah. Well. yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what that relationship was like because I haven't read that far. The only thing she didn't do is just push him away. She didn't. Mm-hmm. She actually returned that kiss because, you know, hey, her man's been gone for seven years. So let's get a little lip locking. Yes. But yes. There you go. Right. The statute of limitations. Yeah, I don't think it was, well. I don't think it was a mutual uh, affection thing, honestly. No. And even with him, I think it was just because she was there. It yeah. does, it's not because yeah. he actually liked her. She was just a warm body that was compassionate at the time. And he needed. No, help. I think I think he does like her. I mean, he's the one who even said, you know, a different time, a different yep. life. Yep. We could have been together, you know. Maybe, but like I think that. he still harbors a lot for Carol. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's on the rebound. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally on the you rebound. Know, and I feel bad for, for him. Carol's treating him like shit. But the way they interacted after Carol's that happened. A bitch. that After that uncomfortable kiss happened mm-hmm. towards each other was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I screwed up. And they're like, yeah, and they were kind of like teasing each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No so doubt. it was like it was like not that big a deal. Right. Which was I thought was right. good. It was like I don't want this I don't want this to be like a new drama no, between I agree. these two right now. I yep. agree. But it was um kind of sad to see Ezekiel get to that point where he wants to throw himself off that ledge into the ravine below. Um I feel really bad for him because of all the stress that he's been going through and he never had a chance to really mourn um uh, Henry's life because Carol just kind of shut down and disappeared from him and and left his side and just forgot everything. And well, so now he's mourning his son and his wife. Yeah, she completely Carol, shunned Carol's, everything. Yeah. Carol is not a very good character right now. No, she's not. She's she's pretty boring. Um, oh, I like there's her. There's really not much to her. I like there's her. There's not much to her. She's, she just broods all the yeah, time. Yeah, she's just kind of like a rudderless ship at the moment. You don't know... Um, you, you kind of hope that she's going to be landing somewhere, but at the same time, I'm kind of done with her having to land somewhere all the damn time. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Exactly. Just, if you're going to go somewhere, just go mm-hmm. and stay think, there and stop trying to be important to character again. I think Daryl's kind of feeling the same way. He's like, you know, he's like, hey, I'm going to bring you up to snuff on things, but ah, see ya. You know, I agree with your comment. You kind of changed my, my mind a little bit, Scott, with uh, your comments about Daryl, because... At first, I felt it really out of character mm-hmm. that he was being um, as compassionate, uh, right. or right. you know, trying to trying to help Lydia out, even though he was still kind of being rough and gruff about it. Uh, right. And also, his understanding of her importance and how you know they always they always prop him up as being so important, but it's always like why, mm-hmm. right? But right. he makes the him making that right decision. When he mm-hmm. goes before the council, and even right. though he hates Negan with like a red hot passion, yes. he still mm-hmm. is making the sensible, like honest choice. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, yeah. well, all right, you know his his um, inner moral compass is okay, yeah. which means that he I may mean, need to know, die. You know, they make a point of making <laughs> making the fact that Negan can relate to her, but Daryl can relate to her also. I mean, Daryl has always been an outsider yeah. in the group. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's just now coming into his own with, with all the groups. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he's looking at her, you know, starting to look at her a little bit as his little sister or daughter or something. And he's being very productive or protective. And because of that, it's, it's making him be more compassionate and responsible, not just growling at people all the time. But the things that Negan's saying to her are easily things that he would say to her. Yes. Like, tell him to screw off. Yeah. Right. 
So it's like, yeah. I mean, you know, Negan and, and Daryl are actually very similar yeah, but wavelength. Negan's, ne- Negan's mm-hmm. comments of, to her about that were a little deeper than that, though. I mean, he was, you know, he was joke, you know, I shouldn't say joke, just offhandedly saying, yeah, tell him to screw up. But he was also saying, don't let him get the best of you. You show you show them that it doesn't affect you. Yeah, he was saying kill him with kindness. And that's, how, that's how Negan has lived his life. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't let anybody know that his stuff really bothers him. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't have to, but what's wrong with that? Know? Nothing. Okay. No, 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 no. I was saying it was it was interesting how, how Negan was actually. I mean, he was giving her really good advice. You know, he was giving her the correct advice. Daryl was the one who was kind of, you know, at first gave her stupid advice. You know, well, can't you just avoid him? But then he realized later on that he had given lame advice and that was a bad move, which is why and, she was relying on Negan, and he was getting kind mm-hmm. of jealous of that fact. Well, and not only that, that's why he was also so so much believing Lydia when she said that, that Negan had saved her because he didn't believe her originally. He didn't believe that this was as big a threat to her as she was thinking it was going to be, and she almost paid with her life because of that. And that's why I didn't think it was a good move for him to for Negan to take off, even though you said that, mm-hmm. well, he's under threat of being killed now. It's like, he's got the top dogs fighting his fight now. I mean, they they yeah, believe in. Yeah, but but he sees he sees the the crowd outside with the torches mm-hmm. and and the rope and and the lynching about to happen and so forth and and uh, you know there's only so much that that you know the, those top brass can do to stop a mob and you know he wasn't going to leave this up to the mob mob to decide his fate. Yeah. But it, it's surprising for a guy who has become so docile over these seven years to mm-hmm. take flight so easily over his life. I mean, you would have thought that he's, I mean, he didn't run this entire time. He wasn't, like, digging his way out of the cell. Like, But he, what, his life wasn't under threat. Yeah, but he's just living in a cell his entire life. I mean. Yeah, yeah. but he's a survivor, you know. He, he was in a place where he could survive, and uh, and now that place is no longer you know, represents a place he can survive. So he's just like, I got to go. Scott, mm-hmm. don't you think that would be depressing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is The Walking Dead. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, the other thing I do want to say is that um, I did like the fact that they got all these zombies are still coming at him now. Yeah, the waves of zombies. Yes, because it's still, I mean, it still feels like There's a threat. A threat. Yeah, they're under siege. Yes. So. Oh, I thought I thought the, the zombies in this episode were more threatening than they've been in a long time. Yes, and, and this season, I think this whole yeah. season this is the first well, time yeah, in a long I mean, time but, that that the walkers have felt like they are an actual threat. Somewhat, somewhat, Stu. I mean, I still last episode bugged me so much with that scene when when Alpha is coming up to talk to them at the border. And the rest of the walkers just go mill around in the middle of the field. I mean, that's just so lame. And and that was that was they were not threatening at all. Well, that's only because there anybody. Scott. That's because there were other whisperers in that group that led them away. Okay, and that's yeah. how they control. They don't hear. They don't hear Alpha over there talking. She's not whispering. She's talking. The other people are talking. A gun goes off, but nothing. I mean, he's got a point. No, because they're like they're like no 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 come back over here. They're like, come here. Speaking of the whisperer thing, though, I really liked it when Lydia did the. She was tearing the squirrel up and she went, yeah. shh. 
Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. That, that was, was an awesome That song. was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? Is that <laughs> They're like, holy shit. That just sent a chill down my back. <laughs> and can you share some squirrel? That was awesome. <laughs> and they, yeah. I mean, they were going after her because they blamed her for the, the pike incident when everybody got their heads cut off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because she was a whisperer. Yeah. And they don't necessarily trust that she's not still part of the whispers. Some of them still think she's probably a spy. Yep. So who was so. the other guy? I mean, the one guy was Henry's friend. The other woman was a highway woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah. who was the other guy? Do we even know I who he know. was? Mm. He was... Um, he had a name. Alfred. Was it really Alfred? Yes, it was Alfred. Oh, really? Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's terrible. Yes. Yes. I think... Um, they should have thrown him against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, now Margot was a bit. She had to go. Head splat. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what. We'll be back in a minute, and we'll get on to uh, some of our other features. See you in a minute. We're going to go into our hit or miss segment. And uh, Stu, why don't you take us out this week? My hit was when Negan said, oh, shit. <laughs> After he finds, finds out that uh, it was a Margot. Yeah. That got slammed yeah. against the wall. Margot got, good. got brain teased. Yeah, so he was yeah. a little overzealous in his protection of Lydia there and uh, knocked her out. I really don't completely. believe that he could have shoved her to the side that hard. Oh, you could easily. I mean, he's a big guy. I guess. And he, I mean, if you've got adrenaline and trying to save someone from getting beat yeah, up by three people. he just her out of the way, yeah. you know, over his back. So. And if you listen to it, uh, which we had it at the very beginning of the podcast, yes. I have that clip. And it's like, uh-huh. boom. You can hear it, it crack. Smack. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can hear smack. Yep. Can I try that with you? No, you can't. Oh, Unless you fine. want to take care of five kids. Oh, never mind. The rest of your life. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Kim, what was your hit? I've always got that to go to. That's true. Exactly. My hit was the proud mama moment when Michonne and Judith were fighting side by side. Oh, that and was Michonne good. looks over and sees Judith killing and swiping and all kinds oh, of yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, she was whipping ass with and her little like, katana. Hell yeah, that's my little girl. Yep. Yeah, and they were yep, doing good. mirror image fighting. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except except uh, little shit kicker was pulling some better moves than Michonne was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's smaller. Mm-hmm. Okay, she more bends compact. More. Yeah, I wonder if you do like a backflip and like land on like standing up on her shoulders. Yeah, and they're both like taking out walkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be stupid. I mean, it'd be a little bit more ninja. Wouldn't be well, stupid. It would be ninja. It'd be stupid. Okay. May not fit this series. Would have fit, uh, no. what was the Wastelands or whatever that show was? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> oh, Everybody was kung fu fighting. Which obviously, that didn't even help that show. No, it did not. Uh, canceled. Um, all right, my hit was, was definitely Lydia and the Squirrel. Ah. Uh, when she faced off the three creepos. Mm-hmm. 
That was that was pretty sinister. Ah, but I wanted her to take a little like bit of the meat out and just like chew on it. Oh, that would have been awesome. She didn't need to do that. She just looked she at him, the bloody gave finger. him that grin. Shh. Yep, yeah. yep. Shh. I thought that was great. That was a very cool scene. Oh, but she did bring that that uh, Margot lady did bring that back at her in her face. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Still, that's just yeah, that's just copycat. It's not as effective as the first time. No, the first yeah, Lydia definitely pulled it off a lot better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Stu, what's your miss? Well, unfortunately, you took my miss at the very beginning of the podcast. That Excellent. song, the one, two, three, one, two, mm. three, one, two, three, one, that drove mm. me crazy. Actually, there was uh, yeah, the music in this episode kind of drove me crazy. That was horrible. Yeah. That, was my that miss one was too. really bad because it was. That was my miss also. It was at the, I don't know what they're thinking with that. Damn it was thing. at the beginning, and then when it came back at the end, it was like, oh, now that really caps it off. <laughs> like, why you guys bring that thing back? Oh my god! I know. I I thought maybe. When I was hearing the one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, I thought maybe we were going to go to a, a scene of Sadiq in a hole somewhere banging his head up against the wall saying one, two, three, one, two, three, one, I'm two, sure three. there was more to the lyrics, but I didn't even listen to the lyrics because of the annoying thing. And it was almost like, are they just trying to bring like a literal whispering thing like into this? Yeah, like I, why? why? It bothered me. I don't me. understand why that a bad setup one, two, for me. three is in the song. I mean, that's just very strange. It's, well... Let's move on. Thank God I don't, have, I don't have to listen to the whole damn thing. Uh, we will now listen to it. Awesome. Great. I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. I'm not even playing <laughs> that shit for the God. break. Okay. Um, okay. So I we all agree on it. Yeah. The song was the miss. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't ever do it again, yeah. Angela Kang. Because she's listening. Keep, the, keep that crap out. All right. Cool. We're going to do some buy it or cleave it. Okay. okay. Bring it. Okay. All right, so I'm going to throw a scenario at you, and you guys are going to tell me if you buy it or you clean it. I'm actually, it. like, stretching out like it's going to help me with my answer. <laughs> exactly. You're getting warmed up. Even, I don't even up. have a buzzer. Like that I have okay. to, oh, you know, we should get buzzers. We should get buzzers. I would like that. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, we should get, like, really that. that's what she said, buzzers. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Um, much... <laughs> Michonne and Ezekiel will become an item. Mm. No, cleaving it. That's not happening. There's mm. no way. Uh-uh. No, I don't there was no chemistry in that kiss. It was like the most uncomfortable thing in the world, and I think it was it was almost like uh something that was done for the fans because the fans thought it needed to happen at some point. Or like you said, it was in the comic book. But I there's no eh. That's not happening. I could buy it. And the reason is because they're both desperate for somebody to be with. And we know Michonne is leaving at some point in this series, in this season. And it would be so ironic if he fell in love again and lost that person again to something wah, horrible. Wah, wah. How mm. sad would that be? I could see it happening. I see uh, Michonne and Negan. What? No, I'm just kidding. No. All right, so, so we got a split on that one. <laughs> yeah. We got a split on that one. Yes, we have All a right. split. Angry Aaron sucks, then we will learn to hate him. Angry Aaron sucks, and then we'll learn to hate him? Mm-hmm. Cleave it. I don't think he sucks. I like him. Well, I don't like how he's been in the past few episodes, but I'm not going to hate him. So you and I don't. It? I mean, do you? I guess the point is, is he coming back from this? I think eventually. Oh, yeah, he's, no, yeah. He's still got a lot of... Hurt 
pain inside of him. Yeah, no, I think um, in the last episode, he was able to express some of his negativity towards Negan. I think letting some of that out is going to help him, and I think, yeah, he's going to come back from this, and I don't hate him. I think he's a good character. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. Okay. And I think it was, you know, in the last episode, like we said, you know, we finally got to see him a little bit more. Uh, we don't really get much depth to Aaron's character out of a lot of these shows, so he was just kind of a background. And, and they were trying to bring him out even, um, you know, by, by making him so angry at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season. I mean, he was the one that crossed the line with the Whisperers because he's like, screw it. Right. Why, are, why do we even care about this mm-hmm. border anymore? Yeah. Sure. So, sure. Uh, but no, I don't think we're going to hate him. I think uh, he's, he's still going to be a sensible person, I think. Uh, last one. Sadiq will have PTSD. Will have a PTSD breakdown and accidentally kill Dante. Oh, I could buy that. Ooh, kill Dante. That would be interesting. He's definitely going to have a breakdown, uh, and I see there's going to be some major consequences from that breakdown. That's going to lead to maybe the death of somebody. Seems like Dante would make sense since they're with each other all the time. Uh, and then I, that would leave them with no medical help. I could buy it. But I don't want it to happen because I want Dante to be a bad guy to prove you wrong. Ah, well, you're you're going to be wrong on that one. Okay, I just so. and I, it it makes me feel better when you're wrong. I I just have a feeling myself <laughs> on this one that that they're setting up Dante to go down. Yeah, from Sadiq because they're making him a very likable guy who's really trying to help Sadiq, and Sadiq's going to lash out at somebody. Yeah. And I think he's going to accidentally be the guy that gets it. Agreed. So, And like Kim said, I mean, it would put them into a real crisis if they lose their medical people. Yeah. Both of them. Because mm-hmm. Enid's gone, too. Everybody's yeah. gone. I think I think that he may freak out on Dante, and Dante kills him. Oh. Well, that's another possibility. Good twist. And then we find out Dante's just a whisperer. Yeah. Well, yeah. he could trigger... <laughs> Again, you would like that one. He could trigger Dante's PTSD because he's got it too, remember? That's right. They could both they, go down together. They could just like PTSD off. All over each other. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's shaking his head. I don't know what imagery you had in your head from that, Scott. <laughs> I, I just don't want to know. I don't want to know what you're thinking. Um, okay. Sounds like a really bad porno. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this, guys. (laughs) It really does. Uh, uh, Do we have any listener comments this week? We won't next week. (laughs) Moving on. Squawking Dead, at Squawking Dead, off Twitter said, Very interested in getting your interpretation of the Gordy song at the end of the episode. You just got it. Yeah, I think you got that. I understood it to be a sort of moving on song, close friends who just drift apart for various reasons. But that's life. Daryl plus Carol, because Lydia and keeping the town from crumbling. Luke and the rest of his core group, because Luke wants something more out of life. Now that they're finally safe. And Michonne finally learning that she's had a partner in crime literally under her nose the whole time. It's not all on her. And she can move on a little. Hmm. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely some things in there that, that lead me to, to uh, or lead the song into that. But um, I don't know if I don't know if that's the prevailing message in the in the show, though. 
So I don't know why that song would be chosen to deal with those issues. Mm. But I don't know. Um, Cash Cooper at Cash Coop said, Was a decent episode. It moved the story forward. I am liking the amount of zombie fighting that has been occurring. Enjoying the character development of Ezekiel and Lydia. Looking forward to see the parallels come between the show and how the comic did the story arc. Yeah, I mean, Kim, like you said, there's uh, something to... Even with the Michonne thing, maybe, in the in the comic books, right? Yeah. Michonne and Ezekiel. Yep, 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 yep. All right, Emmeline Veltkamp said, I'm really starting to fall in love with this show all over again. Spot on acting by everyone in this episode, especially Cassidy McClency. I love the parallel between Michonne and Judith fighting together and the scene of Rick and Carl fighting walkers at the prison in season four, episode five. Oh, I didn't mm, even think about cool. that. Uh, who's Cassidy McClency? Is that Lydia? Lydia. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That was a cool scene. Um, Elizabeth Lawson said, very disturbing at parts. The attack on Lydia had me wondering at one point if that guy was going to try and rape her. You know, I actually thought the same thing, and it was very disturbing. Um, and it was disturbing that that uh, Margot lady was kind of pushing them to beat her oh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Acting on point by everyone in this episode. There you go. Mm-hmm. Especially Cassidy and Norman. I'm starting to get on the bandwagon of Sadiq knows more than he's letting on. I'm betting Negan was let out like in the comics to deal with Alpha. Hmm. But I'm going to hmm. guess now that Gamma is going to be used as a distraction on in some way. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Hmm. That's good. Hmm. So yeah, you know, I, Gamma Gamma to be a distraction. And what what kind of distraction? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, Negan could run into Beta in the woods. I don't. I mean, was it matter if it's Gamma or Beta or whoever? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah, were you there's. Say? Oh, I was gonna say. Um, I've I've heard uh, quite a few comments um, through Twitter about uh, Sadiq knowing more about what was going on because he was there when the, he was the only one that was released after all the Pike people got killed in the bar. I don't know what he knows more of though. I mean, what would he be knowing more he could, of? He, I mean, he could have, the, well, the whole reason he's freaking out so much more is that he could have watched people die, yeah. or he could have taken part or been forced to take part in it, or... Well, I think they all know he did. Yeah. No, I mean, I think they all know that he witnessed the beheadings. Oh. And that's why... You but know, you're not saying he, you know him. he did take part in it. No, okay. no, I don't think he took part in it. No, I think it's just that he's he's he saw all that and it's and it's you know really screwed him up. I don't know if he. I mean that kind of. I've heard the comments too, and it kind of insinuates that that he may have an idea that there's some bigger plan to what uh, Alpha Alpha's trying to do. Yeah, I, I don't really see that. I, I think they're just trying. I think what they said about what what Judith said about the the. Uh, causing enough problems around there to wear them down mm-hmm. is what they're trying to do. Yeah, no, it made it made a lot of sense when she was especially sim- I don't think simplifying there's any more of a it that plan much. than that. They're just trying to wear the communities down so the communities will give up. I think it's more of the insight of as to why Sadiq is going through his PTSD. Right. I mean, yes, there is the very obvious understanding that he saw a bunch of people get killed. Yeah. But uh, so there there has been other speculation that other things had happened. So, anyways, well, Schrodinger's cat said, "Not going to lie, did not like it at all." 
One of the first I didn't since Kang took over. Due to three things. Some writing weak spots, bad production on several fronts, and a focus on characters I liked the least. Well, only exception was the Michonne-Judith scenes, which were gold. Hmm. Yeah. I, I liked the characters that they focused on. I did, too. I thought it was all great. Mm-hmm. I agree with Schrodinger's cat. Okay. <laughs> all right. Joe Johnson said, It's official. Negan is my favorite character on the show. He's the only one that sees the whole chessboard from a freaking cell at that. Can't believe Aaron is so much of a dick. He's cool with adults harassing a teenage girl. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That scene was bad when Eric kind of or Aaron just kind of let it happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I don't like this Aaron at all. <laughs> this is funny. Hold on. He finishes out by saying, "In the words of your famous country friend, he's a taco short of a combo platter." <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Mark. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I could go for a combo platter right now. Totally. Ooh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, we'll see you later. So on that note, <laughs> next time on The Walking Dead, Season 10, Episode 5, What It Always Is. Boy, that sounds like a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an incorrect yeah. English phrase, maybe? Well, yeah. So No, it sounds like a title that you get on uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> okay. um, supplies go missing from Hilltop. Negan is idealized by an Alexandrian, and Ezekiel holds a secret. Ooh, what secret? The fact that he kissed LeMichon? You think it can be that simple? Something different than that. Nah. I think it's, nah, it's something else. It's something else. And Negan, I, I'm curious about this one. Negan is idolized by an Alexandrian. So he must... Meet somebody else Lydia? Uh, on the outside or something? Is, there, is it not Lydia? Could be Lydia. Are they, they going to be that obvious with these like descriptions? I don't I don't think so. I don't know. Was there any other Alexandrian that was... Judith? Judith? I mean, yeah, there was well, plenty. Well, the, the previews for next week show Negan running into a young guy in the woods. Oh, okay. So, so maybe somebody watched well him. Dressed. Maybe somebody yeah. watched him leave Alexandria. <laughs> A well-dressed what? That sounds like, or a, they helped him. That sounds like a terrible description as well. <laughs> Vegan runs into a well-dressed man in the woods. <laughs> man about town. <laughs> well, hello, Negan. I've been waiting for you. Uh, I'm sitting on a ritz. <laughs> Welcome. Putting on the heads. <laughs> and his name is Aaron. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. He's too angry. Uh, Angry Well, you know, I mean, like we said, you know, people haven't been getting any. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't getting any from Negan. (laughs) Okay. On that note. Negan's been in prison for a long time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Aaron, you know. No. No, no. Seems like it. What are you trying to say, Stuart? So. Where are you trying to go with this? If you want to write to Stuart and tell him how much of a stupid head he is. What? There could be mutual affection, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Negan, Negan is obviously trying to put on this overly masculine all face. Right. Anyways. And maybe... <laughs> you can find camera. us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at fearmepodcast. <laughs> and Facebook is facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody. 
Weirdo. Well, they could they could be attracted to each other. <laughs>